ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm Kevin Dock, and I'm back here again with uh, Brandon Keck, and we are doing our uh, companion. Don't mention me. <laughs> our companion piece to Lovecraft Country, where we're <laughs> going to talk about Lovecraftian horror movies, uh, which also uh, is another way you could say cosmic horror would be the real, because not everything on my list, and I'm sure not everything on your list, is, is a straight adaptation of Lovecraft. Uh, as work uh, there's only a few on my list that i have um, what what do you define cosmic horror as all right let me uh i got the definition right here <laughs> oh all right wow you're totally prepared for that question yeah. well uh yeah because i was like i want to talk about so because it's not just like a lot of the themes in lovecraft is is like madness and like you know dealing with the unknown and the unknowable is is how to really describe like Lovecraftian work. It's not just about monsters and Cthulhu, but it's about like, um, you know, it going out and searching for or experiencing something that is unknown and the horrors of actually seeing that, you know what I mean? And like yeah. the, 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 how it drives you insane or something like that. So you'll see a lot of elements, like a lot of people have been influenced by uh, Lovecraft's work that I didn't notice when I was younger. But now that I'm starting to get more into Lovecraft stuff, I've noticed that like uh, writers like Stephen King and Clive Barker have been heavily influenced by then. Oh, they yeah. both go, had they both have gone into like their, they've set up these other worlds in, in each respective works where they do like other dimensions and creatures and stuff like that. And, oh, yeah. and I had known about both Stephen King and Clive Barker before I knew about Lovecraft really. And uh, so, like the macroverse could be totally like Lovecraftian inspired. Like, yeah, if you want absolutely. To talk about cosmic horror. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, and, and the, the macroverse and, is like where Stephen King's, like where Pennywise came from, you know, and like other like uh, aliens and stuff like that. Just in case, like people didn't. I think the Tommyknockers came yeah. from the macroverse. I'm, I'm not, you know, so no, yeah. There's, a, there's a whole like the whole Randall flag and uh, and stuff like that from the stand and like and even in yeah. castle rock um the kid who goes through other dimensions is very like there's yeah. other worlds and stuff like that yeah there's a lot of his works that are tied together that deal with the uh, other worlds and stuff like that like the dark tower and stuff and uh clive barker's uh hellraiser series dealing with the hell dimension and even uh the book of art uh is really uh fascinating like look at like other worlds and other creatures coming coming to the forefront yeah well uh, i mean that was a lot of, like, like evil dead like all those creatures like some would come from hell like directly from hell and some of them came from like other places like you know what i mean so yeah like, they well, talked a little bit more about that um in the the show that uh they made based on evil dead with bruce camp what was the name of oh, it uh, ash vs evil dead it's really ash yeah it's very funny and uh yeah, we and know, i don't gory. think we talked about that yeah no we, we should we could do an episode on that yeah. but that yeah that show is is fantastic but yeah the necker <laughs> the necronomicon i'd always associate it with the evil dead and it wasn't until years later when i was like oh that's a lovecraft thing that they 
that they used in, in uh, as a story element in The Evil Dead. And even watching uh, when I first, uh, I guess my first introduction was uh, probably Reanimator to uh, Lovecraft's yeah. work. And I always thought, I was just like, okay, like he's an author. I didn't really know anything about him. But uh, I was like, okay, he wrote a zombie story and, and Reanimator was always just a zombie movie to me. And, uh, but it's actually, I didn't realize like how Man, I, deep into Lovecraft that is. And I just watched that again recently and I love that movie. Yeah, I, I try to watch that movie once a year, if for nothing else, for Barbara Crampton. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, she's like one of my all time favorite scream queens and like one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. So like, if any, if for anything else, I try to watch every movie she's ever been in like once a year. Yeah. And that deals with like a lot of the elements that you see a lot in, in Lovecraft's work is uh, Arkham and uh, Herbert West. Yeah. And, uh, what was the other uh, the Mississippi uh, University the the university that's in Arkham that that a lot of the things revolve around it and there's actually uh, I just uh, heard about this show that they're um, working on that the f- production company that did uh, you know Charles Band's Full Moon Features they did like yeah. the Lurking Fear which was kind of based on a uh, a Lovecraft thing they did uh, from I just Beyond. heard about that recently well, maybe I was looking in the Lovecraftian movies and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, ju- I had just heard that title recently yeah I believe they did um, from Beyond as well which is well, another from, uh, from beyond, yeah from Beyond that's another Barbara Crampton uh, another Barbara Crampton movie and um, guy who plays Herbert West uh, why am I blanking on his name right now from Reanimator. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, no, I know who you're. Ta- he's, he's the older guy who guys had Jeffrey cut off. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, no, Jeffrey he, Combs. He, not the older guy. Oh no, not oh Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, he was in um the Pit and the Pendulum with Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, where Lance Hendrickson played Grand Inquisitor. I love that. Fucking yeah, movie. he's in From Beyond as well, and like you could almost say he was almost playing a Herbert West character in that as well. Yeah. Because uh, he's also plays a scientist who trying to, you know, yeah, create this device. He, he was like that in the pit in the pendulum too. He was like a scientist that was like researching like witches and stuff like that. Wanted yeah. to know how they worked. Yeah, he's always yeah. that like creepy scientist guy. Yeah, I love him. I think he's great. But uh, yeah, they're actually doing a show called Misotonic U that's gonna follow like six gifted students as they navigate you know, uh, life after um one of them creates this machine known as the resonator and it allows you to experience multiple dimensions while uh navigating unsavory beasts that dwell within them so actually crampton in it i don't know this is a it's an in-development show uh that would be selling yeah um there's another show that's in development on amc um that's kind of going to be more similar to lovecraft country that's uh based on this book that came out uh recently called ballad of black tom and I believe it's kind of a new take on the uh, horrors of Red Hook. And it's going to be about this uh, 1924 Harlem guy who's like a small town hustler who um, becomes a- in contact with this reclusive millionaire who has like, you know, this nefarious scheme involving the great old ones and stuff like that. So I think that's a, a fascinating story. That's hey, going to be on it's by AMC that, so. and like it has a decent budget and it's not about fucking zombies. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. So uh, yeah, so uh, why don't we uh, get into some of our list? I mean, we've already kind of mentioned uh, 
a couple of movies that that you should check out yeah well um, i mean the one i'm gonna mention first is i talked about it with uh the recommendations for halloween so i just want to get it out of the way because like i mean this has like this has some of my favorite monsters in it is of course in the mouth of madness yes with uh, sam neil and uh charlton heston and yeah i mean it's got Jurgen Prokhal. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's got a good cast. as as sutter kane yeah i just rewatched that again and i was like oh yeah Jurgen Prokhal is fucking uh sutter kane and uh, i hate these things i had a bad experience when he <laughs> yeah. was in beer fest and oh in beer fest yeah he talks about you but that's yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah i hate these. i had a bad experience <laughs> yeah, yeah he, dude he's fucking great he dude he's an underused actor like Absolutely. i'd love to see him in way more shit yeah like, but in and uh and mouth of madness uh revolves around this investigator who goes to look for this author who's disappeared before his new book uh comes out which is called in the mouth of madness and he goes and he ends up in this town that's not supposed to exist called and, Hobbs and, and yeah and it's all yeah which is like in the books and stuff and everything starts to like come true that's from the book and it's because sutter kane has like made this deal with these old ones and all these things start yeah. start happening and it's fan- like I, I rewatched it recently and i was like man i forgot how good this movie Dude, was because it's, it's been a while great. like when that no, guy like when he's it. sitting having all the time i'll throw it on yeah when that guy is sitting when he, when uh, sam neil's sitting having having that conversation and, and like the dude's just murdering people with the axe walk across the street and they're completely oblivious to it yeah. and then he just comes in and gets up on the table and he's just like do you read sutter kane <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like he and just then, had questions sam for him becomes that guy later on too yeah yeah like what do you think of the new book and he's like i loved it and he's like well then this shouldn't come as any surprise to you yeah Yeah, i mean it's great i said in like lovecraft country it kind of reminded me like when he was like plotting out the route he was going to take to this imaginary town like it reminded me but like the town in lovecraft or lovecraft that did exist it was just an isolated town yeah this Town, like i don't i guess it it existed in like another dimension type yeah of i think it was uh he everything that that was written in his books was coming to reality was becoming reality yeah, yeah every, because, everything he wrote yeah yeah because of like the deal he made with these with these creatures from another realm these gods as he calls yeah. them and yeah, I thought the I thought the creature effects were really good in that too. And like, he yeah. describes him as like, think of all the icky, slimy things trying to get in. And like, <laughs> I thought yeah. that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think John. I think things. yeah. I think John Carpenter's entire Apocalypse trilogy, The Thing, In the Mouth of Madness, and Prince of Darkness, are all great Lovecraftian. Uh, movies that should all kind of be watched one after another in that way. I'd watch the thing in the mouth of madness and then Prince of Darkness. Like it's a, yeah, it's a great. And you don't have to like binge it all. No, no, but yeah, they're not like every couple days. You know, watch another one. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that that would definitely be my advice to someone that was like totally like ignorant to all this stuff. Like I would yeah. say. Like, that if you're gonna try to do this because yeah i mean and they're all great like yeah good movies the acting is good this was before i mean there was cgi but like not like we have today by any uh, that was like the 80s it was all like 
It was all in camera, practical Mel- effects. I think Mouth of Madness was 1994. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, like you know, they, but they hold up. Yeah, That's absolutely. The like they really hold up, and in to some degree, I think they're they're better than like what we're getting now. Like, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, the thing definitely still holds up. Those creature effects oh, yeah. are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think he said one of like the biggest effects they used is they used a lot of fire to bubble gum. Yeah, I know bubble yeah. like a lot of it was. They said that they ended up having to get like crates of fucking bubble gum that they just exposed to like intense heat, and it worked. Yeah, and a lot of it's just like they would film something, and then it's just them reversing it to make like yeah. you know the heads detach or like the uh, the spider head and stuff was awesome. I love the scene where they think the guy's having a cardiac arrest and they go to revive him and his chest just opens up and, yeah. and tears off his hands. It's fucking yeah. great, great stuff in that. And then uh, I actually saw Prince of Darkness a couple of years ago at the church where they filmed it at down here in LA, which I thought was a really cool thing. They gave you like a tour of the, uh, the church and where all like where different things were shot. Cause that was mostly shot like in one location. So I thought well, that, that was really I mean, cool. That's another one on my list. I'm, I guess might as well mention it. Prince yeah. Fucking the issue I have is that I haven't seen it in so long. And that was the one good thing. I, I had just learned about that site, uh, the Lovecraft zine that uh, a, a friend of mine on Reddit sent me a link to this. And he had sent me a link to a part of the scene. It's a website. It's uh, lovecraftzine.com or ezine.com, I believe. And uh, this guy had composed a list of like his favorite Lovecraftian movies. And I realized in when I was looking at his list that that was a film that I had not thought of in a long time. And he did a great job of like putting like two minute trailers next to each uh, Lovecraftian movie on his list. So like, you know, you could kind of like, it was cool because if you wanted to like get into that, you could decide based on the trailer, like what you maybe wanted to rip into first so it gave you like a little idea of what was going on it, it was a great job but yeah he listed a bunch and like um whatchamacallit the uh, prince of darkness like was one of the ones that like just stuck i was like how the fuck am i gonna make a list and not have that on it yeah. but i haven't seen it since like bro i think it's been like 20 years oh wow it's only been like uh maybe four or five for me because i uh, when i saw it at the the church it was like when i first moved out to la which was about nine years ago so i probably it was probably been about six or seven years to see but yeah that movie still holds up <laughs> as well and, and the thing yeah. with the apocalypse tri- uh, trilogy that i should mention is that they're not direct sequels or anything like you could watch them in any order it doesn't really matter they're they're it's just what they what they call those three movies yeah it's yeah. it's just that volume that uh collection of movies yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. like, you know, like Masters of Horror or something like that. It doesn't have to be in any particular sequential order. Yeah. Speaking of Masters of Horror, there's a, an episode in there called Dreams in the Witch House, yeah. which is based I, on I a, actually a saw that on uh, the list yeah. that I made. It yeah, I watched on, that recently. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched Masters of Horror in a really long time. Like, Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else did you uh, have on your uh, list here? 
Um, let me just whip this out. Um, I'll go. I'll go then while you're uh, looking up. No. Uh, um, well, I was oh, going to okay. say this. Um, the mist. The mist. Yes. This was something I just thought of yesterday because I was thinking about Lovecraft, and I was like, "Shit, man! I had kind of forgot. Like, bro, that was all Lovecraftian creatures. Yeah. Like, for you forget because it's uh, based on a Stephen King book, but that's like his most Lovecraftian. Yeah, like, we had movie. just talked about yeah. how Stephen King was obviously very, like you know, um, very uh, what's the word? Um, influenced, influenced. Yeah. yeah, influenced. Sorry, that, that's again one of those movies that I saw and I was like, "Oh, this is Stephen King." Like it, again, that was before I really like dove into like lovecraft stuff and really got a feel for like how much he's influenced everyone else yeah because like i don't know i guess i don't see a lot that was a little bit different because in like a lot of stephen king stories like the monsters and stuff like that they come out slowly they start like you know affecting people gradually in the mist it's just like a bomb goes off and it's just monsters like racing through for another dimension, taking over as much land as the eye can see. And it yeah. all happens like very quickly, yeah. like in the Tommy knockers or something like that. You have these other dimension aliens coming in and the town slowly starts to come it Pennywise, you know, yeah. very slowly over They'd- sometimes. It's over centuries, you know, it takes. Yeah. But this was just like all for Blair, and he opened the door, and they all just went through it. Yeah. Fucking intense. Yeah, the mist just starts taking over this town. Then you have like the townsfolk that are panicking because there's monsters outside. So you have like that internal strife between the townsfolk and like whose fault it is and all this other stuff. But it's like, it doesn't matter. There's monsters out there ripping each other. Like they really should be working together. It does not go like that. (laughs) and mad people get ripped and it's such a grim ending one of my favorite and even stephen king agreed it is is really at the same time there's positives and negatives the positive is is that like our defenses were able to seemingly overcome this like interdimensional invasion from creatures from beyond and like our conventional military methods are enough to put down at least that's what it appeared that we were you know cleaning up the situation but thomas jane did not know that yeah it does not end well for his family that's for sure yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah i he, think murdering I, your murdering your son right before yeah that's, yeah yeah even uh stephen king was like yeah i like the uh ending to the movie a lot better than the uh than than his own work i think that that really goes to show like yeah, he's notorious he for kind of like having some controversial endings to his work yeah a lot of people i mean they tried to say that in it too um when uh when he's uh stephen king does his cameo and he asks oh would you want me to sign that copy of black rapids for you and stephen king's like nope didn't like the ending yeah yeah his endings are known to be eh, a little hit or miss um yeah but uh that that was a great ending yeah i'm really glad they did it that way i thought it made i i think that the movie like really benefited from that absolutely who was Uh, the director of that was that, that Frank Darabont? I don't know. I believe it was Frank Darabont that that directed that movie. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, the uh, 
the move, next movie I would like to talk about that I have on my list, I'm not sure if you've gotten around to seeing this yet, because I know you're not the biggest... Uh, I'm going to say, like, it's like a 99% chance I haven't. Yeah, it's uh, right. Yeah, um, because you're not a, I know you're not that big of a fan of, like, Nicolas Cage and how crazy he gets. I do know about the movie you're going to say, though. Uh, Co- Color Out of Space. What's that? Color Out of Space. Yeah, that yeah. just came out. That's what he did last year, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I believe that was last yeah. year that he did, and it's on. I Shutter. heard about it, but yeah, I wasn't going to mention it. Yeah, it's on Shutter now, and I just watched it again recently, and that movie's that movie's fantastic. If you like creatures, creature effects, and like madness, that like it's it's re- like the creature effects are really well done. Uh, it's it's very like old school. Um, kind of like another one on my list that i have uh called the void which isn't at the, yeah. the acting's not as great in the void but i really love like the people just going mad and there's like fucking creatures there's like that those thing type creatures like the you know. void was um it was kind of like they had like a very limited budget for yeah that. it was a lower budget but uh, the fact that they used like practical effects uh, for most of it and like the uh the the one doctor that's gone mad and he's like opening this other portal and shit like that i really enjoyed a lot of that uh even though it was a little I mean, lower budget i wasn't bro, expecting that's it to what, be good that's what mad doctors do they open yeah. up portals. <laughs> yeah but color out of space is about uh, uh nicholas cage and his family are like they're outside of arkham and uh it's about this meteorite that that crashes and it starts infecting like everything and everyone around them and there's some like great fucking like uh merges of uh people and things that kind of happen in that uh, on top of like you know and 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 you see like the acting isn't great in the beginning but you see kind of why later on because it really like allows them to like go full fucking bad like when nick cage goes on his like full so it's like like, a bat shit it's a bat shit movie like it's meant to be like kind of quirky and stuff like yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean he's on a check it out like you know what he raises alpacas like that tells you like and not and not because he he wants to you know sell them for the for the for their uh, I've heard you talk about this before yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You mentioned it before I believe on a cast. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cuz he's yeah. he's not raising them for their like wool, you know, cuz yeah. that's what you mainly would use alpacas for. He wants yeah. to like use them for their meat. He thinks it's going to be the next big thing that people are going to want to eat alpaca meat and the daughter's like nobody kind of like that episode of tales from the crypt yeah yeah people are like <laughs> nobody fucking eats alpaca meat <laughs> they, they really give him shit for that and like, yeah i think i think that movie's great and it goes really bad shit and it, it's beautiful too if you really like uh movies with a lot of like trippy like color and shit it's pretty much like what i imagine being on acid would feel like <laughs> would be like yeah living in that world of uh color out of space and uh richard stanley uh, who did hardware his this is his first movie in like 20 years or something like that uh maybe even longer and uh he's actually doing a trilogy of lovecrafty movies his next one is going to be done witch horror so i'm really looking forward to that because i really liked this one and i would go back and watch it again because that's how much i i enjoyed it and uh there's yeah there's definitely some fusion stuff going on in that that's like real fucking creepy and gross and i, and I like it i will definitely check it out although i'm not like a huge nick cage fan like you know it's not like i'm gonna be like oh my god nick cage is in it i'm not 
not watching it. I yeah. hate him. Like I think I'll, he. I'll watch yeah, he works best in uh, in horror, I believe, because when, especially when you just let him go full Nick Cage and let him go full crazy, like that's when you just like just let him go, and like he works so great in this in this type of movie. So, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but uh, what else did you have? Um, well, uh, I was looking. I had I have this is another movie I have not seen in a long time, but like. I do rem I remember it like pretty well and I remember like I didn't know anything about it and I was like surprised like when like what happened and start happening. It was uh Vinnie Jones and Midnight Meat Train. It's like do you remember it's um he like they get on this train in the middle of the night and Vinnie Jones is like in league with these brutal like Lovecraftian like creatures and he takes like the subway train into this area like a real deep subway and the creatures come out and feed on all the people in the train yeah that's and, actually uh one of the ones that's based on Clyde Bar Barker's work too so, is it yeah it was based on but, a short I mean, story that he did I didn't see that coming like yeah. I didn't know like I thought there you know I heard that it was violent and stuff and like I thought maybe it was like some sketchy thing where people were awarded in like a dungeon of torture or something like that yeah. fight for sport like something like that like I did not know that like these crazy creatures that apparently like have been here since like ancient times come out to feed yeah and they like, just use Vinnie Jones as like their uh human that brings Vinnie Jones seems to like it too yeah. isn't he like trying to find a replacement at some point well, like he, yeah <clears throat> he, well I think he kind of does what like as he was like dying I believe the, the the reporter ends up uh that that like follows him and stuff because they because he thinks he's up to something sketchy which he is but I, I always thought it was like more <laughs> yeah, of a, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he he really was. Yeah, I thought he was more of like a gonna be like just like a serial killer type uh, of movie, which it kind of plays out for most of it until it starts diving into like those Lovecraft elements, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I I thought the creatures looked really cool too. Like yeah. I, I thought it was like pretty fucking brutal, and you know it was interesting because like obviously like at some level like they were intelligent creatures because they were able to negotiate and work out this thing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and yeah, that was, yeah, I liked it. I thought, I thought it was good. I mean, it's not like you don't see the monsters a lot. Like no. I feel like, like, so they're not like a mate. Well, they obviously are a major part of the movie, but they're I'm not in it for very long. Yeah. The movie, like, yeah, that was kind of like, you know, like this weird, twists or towards the end of the movie and uh, i i thought it was really fucking cool like it, it's not as well but like if you haven't seen it like it's totally worth giving it a watch yeah uh there's another one that uh i was thinking about that i was that um this kind of similar to the mist it's called uh monsters it's from 2010 and it follows this uh, reporter who needs to uh take um his boss's uh daughter across this uh contaminated zone that has been infected with like the these aliens that have taken over this uh huge part of land and it keeps expanding and stuff like that it's about their journey through this so you see all these really cool fucking creatures and monsters and stuff like that that i thought i was when i more than i thought about it i was like oh this is actually kind of really lovecraftian when you when you really think about it 
Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about mad monsters, then you got to mention the next thing, which was Cabin in the Woods. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, if anybody has not seen that, like, if they thought it was, like, because when I had first, I didn't know much about it, and when it first came out, I thought it was just going to be, like, some rip-off slasher movie, like a bunch of kids go to his cabin in the woods and they encounter some maniac with a chainsaw or something so like i had actually like it i didn't see it until it had already been out for like a year and i my buddy was like yeah we should throw this on i'm like i don't want to watch like some fucking cheesy like friday the 13th fucking rip he's like bro you don't know about and i was like none he's like dude it's awesome and we watched it and i was like wow i did not know that (laughs) yeah i like how they play on like those stereotypes and like the stoner is actually like getting smarter because of the the weed that he's he's soaking and shit like that yeah and like and the way like the even though you're kind of rooting for them you're also rooting for the The monsters the monsters and the and the subterranean the you know the scientists that are making all of it happen and stuff like that because you're like side betting and shit yeah because you're like Like, all right like i understand why they're doing this because they're actually doing it to save the world from these elder gods and stuff like that so they they have to do this so yeah i kind of really liked that that was a different they kind of became into it too yeah yeah definitely people like you know i mean like you would think that they would not like doing that but like yeah they liked it yeah well but uh yeah that was really cool especially at the end i mean it ends like pretty bleak but at the same time you're kind of happy with that bleak ending because you know it's pissed so you know i mean like yeah that was a great movie i'm really like you know what i mean though like when i heard the title and like i saw like a little trailer for it and it didn't go into like people betting and fucking like the government i guess controlling like how many monsters they've released and like you know what i mean like i had no idea so i'm really glad my buddy uh told me about that that because that that was real gem i would have missed yeah and, and it's like and it's funny too it's like it's definitely more oh, of a yeah. horror comedy yeah <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah it, it's horror. a horror yeah definitely there's definitely horror. some great uh horror elements to it like when they do the horror elements they take those parts like really serious so yeah i thought that yeah. was good and, it, and, and especially the monsters were great too the yeah. monsters look great I especially like when they're in the cabin and they're adjusting the pheromones or like, they're like, Oh, we should split up. And like, you see why they feel that way because <laughs> they're, they're injecting the, these, uh, you know, mist, uh, into, it's like into spores, the right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To get them to do the, to, to manipulate the events and stuff like that. But they Ooh. had to be like their choice. So like the whole basement's like all these different items that they have to like, hopefully pick up one of them and like read an inscription or like turn the crank or something or solve the puzzle box even like yeah i really like how it tied in all the different like creatures and monsters and stuff it's really 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 well done really well done yeah um another one uh which we i know we we were talking about earlier that that we kind of forget about it's very Lovecraft and is uh, another Sam Neill piece, Event Horizon. Yeah, well, that 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 was my final. That was my final. Uh, my final uh, one. Yeah. Was Event Horizon, and yeah, we talked about this, and I don't. I know that like people consider it to be like a Lovecraftian style movie, but I'm sort of like not sure about exactly how i feel i'm not sure if i see it but you said you had like some insight into yeah because uh 
again, it's a lot of the unknown and other dimensions and, and Event Horizon is all about the ship going through this other, going yeah, through a black obviously hole. Obviously it does go through, well, they call it hell, but yeah. you don't know, they kind of like presuppose that hell is just another dimension. Yes, that's and, the best way. It's just like Hellraiser, the whole yeah. Hellraiser series. And you can go, like you don't have to die to go there. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, you can go there in the physical, in your physical being. Yeah. Um, obviously like that's, you know, kind of fucking crazy but yeah it's other dimensions a ship that can go into other dimensions i guess like i didn't it, there weren't the, like a lot of creatures in it you know no, what I mean? but it does the the ship goes through the the black hole into another dimension it comes back out years later and it brings part of it with it and it drives everyone yeah. mad and lovecraft like is all about is the creature like yeah the yeah creature. like 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 i said earlier like lovecraft <clears> isn't <throat> always about you know creatures and stuff like that it is a lot about madness and the unknown and yeah. like that movie definitely brings a lot of the unknown into the uh the ship and then the madness that it brings with it so it's very and another great performance by sam neill in that movie too. yeah like, yeah, yeah. He, he he's able to i mean he's a very versatile actor yeah. you know what i mean he can do i've seen he does comedy he's you know he's he's fucking great um yeah I yeah, love the like, other guy that stays on uh, the, the ship that doesn't go onto the Vent Horizon, the guy from Dog Soldiers, who's like, I'm not stepping a foot onto that ship. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hated that fucking yeah. ship. He was like, nah, I know something's fucked up. Like, I'm not going over there. <laughs> at the end, when you see it, even though, like, he was successful in, like, severing the uh, – the part of the ship that allows you to like create a black hole and therefore travel to another dimension. He was successful in um, severing that from the rest of the ship. But like, you have to think about it. Like, yeah, he made it so the other people could escape, but he still does go like Larry Fishburne's alive when he goes with Sam Neill into that other like fuck man i what happened i assume uh, yeah. i was pissed yeah you broke up a little bit there yeah but, uh, yeah it happens. yeah uh, so yeah you're talking about him going into that other uh, dimension but like, even then yeah. when he they go, he goes so i'm just assuming sam neil was mad as hell yeah so like he probably like it was already hell so things were gonna go badly for him but like I'm just assuming that, like, since Hell was really mad at him, too, <laughs> probably yeah. went really like, and people don't like seem to think about that when I say that. They're like, didn't he die at the end? Then he just, I'm like, nah, bro. He goes into that other dimension with Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah, well, in the end, like, when it, sh when it separates the ship, mm -hmm. even the survivors aren't completely free from it because you can see when they, uh, they go into they have it, psychological they still, scars. Yeah. They still are part of it um part of that hell and shit too yeah so like nobody really yeah i get them. they don't really explain like exactly what like i got the idea that they were safe and they were gonna get back home but like i also got the idea that they were probably gonna be traumatized for the rest of their life oh i got the idea that they didn't escape that they oh, were that you, still you trapped on the event horizon yeah no i think they were still trapped on the, on the <laughs> event horizon or that they brought the the hell was still with them and they brought it to like this new group of people that are have gone on and, and rescued them and shit yeah so. that's i mean they said the ship was alive but like 
they if they were able to get off the ship and then like they would be like yeah the ship is just straight up evil y'all need to blow it up which they probably would not believe them if they tried to say that like the ship is alive it's like you know from hell you know that people people would take it back and study it yeah so like that's what it seemed yeah, like they that, were gonna that, do that could have been like another conclusion i got the idea that they were going to get off the ship but like i got the idea that they were going to be like forever fucked up in the head because of it but yeah like if they were like yeah that you know they told them all this crazy shit about the ship they went on they saw that like you know the ship had all those crazy readings because they saw life forms throughout yeah. the entire ship and couldn't figure out why the fuck that was like you know if it was like some kind of like planetary government agency they're going to take it back they're going to take it apart they're going to yeah so they could have, like brought back to earth yeah. and like then hell could have just started unleashing like yeah. you know what i mean like well yeah. i think they're developing a uh, event horizon tv series which <clears throat> i'm not a huge fan of them doing because that movie's so perfect yeah the, the mist tv series definitely did not do well and it wasn't very good so yeah uh, uh, i'm not expecting the event horizon series the only way i would think the event horizon series would be really good is if if it was like a major network like hbo or something like that yeah i don't remember they went out and spent a lot of money you knew they were you they were getting serious actors and those actors were signing up because they read the script and really liked it and it was a cool idea and maybe it was just gonna be like one season like yeah a limited run would be good exactly exactly. i I feel like it's gonna be on like the sci-fi channel or something like that yeah if if that happens i don't know if it was like hbo or showtime or you know or even like if it was like netflix or hulu and like their cast was impressive and they were like yeah it's just it's one season and like you know we have it all planned out like there you know so that that's gonna be what it is um even like if it was like short like four or five episodes that would really be cool um but yeah i don't have hopes that uh it's going to um you know pick up a lot of like traction and interest from like you know uh you know more substantial production companies like it's gonna be like this cheesy thing we'll see we'll see where it ends up i mean i'll I'll watch a trailer but and where it ends up but i'm not i don't have my hopes they they signed christopher walken but you haven't heard of anyone else i hope they sign sam neill (laughs) at least just bring him back again yeah but yeah so yeah that's that's pretty much what i had uh, I got a, a a couple more that I'll quickly mention um, that um, I thought definitely followed under this. I know I've mentioned this one before, uh, Underwater, that came out earlier this year, uh, that deals with the um, the subterranean. The uh, no, it's the subterranean mining company uh, that you know has this catastrophe. Oh, and okay, it's, yeah, and it's I'm like sorry, I'm thinking about scuba divers that get stranded out in the middle of nowhere. No, they're uh, in the deep sea mining station deep underwater, and there's a catastrophe, and they have to go down to the ocean floor and walk across to get to this other base to like get the light, the last few lifeboats to like surface. And there's like you know creatures down there and shit. And there's a, there's a giant, and there's a giant Cthulhu as well, which was really awesome too. And it's a uh, really well paced because it's like it starts off like in the first like 
two minutes of it and then it's kind of non-stop from there of like them trying to like you know get across and escape and uh, that came out earlier this year i thought that was a uh, pretty good uh, i mean it's, that's probably going to make my list for for best of this year just because there hasn't been a whole lot that that's actually come out <laughs> but uh let's get yeah. the, the this year's list for uh favorite movies is going to be really tough to break down <laughs> yeah uh, but uh another uh, one was uh annihilation um, yeah yeah that that that, was... that that was good um i did i don't know i guess at the end when like she and the rat with the creature that yeah i don't i did not see it as like i don't know i saw that i saw that it was on other people's list but again i don't know i don't attach like i don't know i guess because i don't know i just did not feel like that movie did not say lovecraft to me so but that's all about like this thing or or alien creature and it the shimmer and like going into the unknown and like yeah you know with all these like new creatures and stuff like that it, it definitely has a lot of they don't encounter they encounter the one creature at the end and then they're having a lot of crazy hallucinations like yeah it, it was very i don't know it was I guess I didn't like associate the movie like yeah. There's like there's that creature earlier in the uh, cabin that they encounter too. It was like I a, remember that. I think it was like a some type of bear gator or something. I forget. It was real yeah, fucking. Well, I know. Like here. there doesn't necessarily have to be creatures to count no. as Lovecraftian because there are people that think like, well, if there's not these fantastic creatures was after like yeah, yeah. It, the concept and idea i don't I, I hear like like i said i saw on a lot of people's lists i did like the movie it just doesn't call out lovecraft to me but like it was interesting yeah there was like a it i still can't i don't know exactly what happened in it and i think they yeah. kind of did yeah. that purposely they wanted you to question because like her her husband like comes back he says he sees her in the window and like you don't like and i think they did it intentionally so like you really have to think because they don't really explain everything else. yeah apparently i had found out that this was based on a, a book and then there was a sequel to that book i can't remember if there was three of them or not but i was like man i really kind of want to see them adapt the second one because and, and it makes me want to actually read these books now because it really like probably will help explain some of the the weird shit that happened. For Jason Lee was sort of a unusual choice to lead up a military unit of. I thought that it was. Yeah, I don't know. I liked. I liked the. I liked the. No, bro, I love yeah. her. Like she's yeah. one of my favorite actresses ever. But like, yeah. I thought that it was like kind of a peculiar choice it's not really like a role she's known for you know yeah. she's older now and uh but there was a thing too like it had to be like an all-female unit there was a reason why like yeah i think it was said it was affecting all the men it, and it, it affected it, well it affected the women too but it seemed like the men had the most adverse effects to it yeah, yeah. It seemed like it was more welcoming for women so that's why you know um but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely one to revisit again. I would definitely go back and watch that again. I would too. I would um, too. I I did like it. Yeah, and then uh, I think that about uh, I think that about covers it for me. I think I mentioned everything. Yeah. 
the, the, those are all, all the Lovecraftian movies that like I would really recommend. I mean, there's yeah. been a lot of like films that have been inspired that were not very inspiring, that were not very good. Yeah, but, there's like, yeah, there's a lot out there that it's like, all right, this is this is not very good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like yeah. I like to use the term cosmic horror when it comes to uh, a um, not a strictly adaptation of Lovecraftian stuff. Because cosmic horror definitely deals with like like stuff like uh, un, uh the unknown as well. I mean, you, those those terms are both interchangeable as well, the Lovecraftian and cosmic. But like Lovecraftian to me will always be like straight adaptations of Lovecraft work, or not even straight adaptations, but stuff that you know will reference it a little more heavily. And yeah. when you just kind of live in that world and kind of use some of the elements but not necessarily any of the creatures or stuff that that i consider more cosmic horror and i would love to see more cosmic horror like the weirder the better i would even consider like david lynch's twin peaks kind of cosmic horror because yeah, that yeah that definitely deals with stuff on another plane and like i i kind of forget like when when talking well, it, about like David Lynch, how much of a horror director he really is, because even though he's really like a kind of art house, but like he deals with a lot of horror and unknown in other worlds uh, as well. Yeah. Well, what really what, um, came to mind when you said that was um, in the uh, the new Twin Peak, like the remake of Twin Peaks, like in the very beginning. Remember how like there's that one guy that's like his job is just to monitor this like camera feed yeah yeah like you know and well you know one night like the girl that he's working with like they get into it and you know he's on the clock but him and her like start having sex and then like something like i mean i don't know where the camera i I mean if you want twin peaks to like completely like understand like you're gonna be disappointed you're gonna have to watch a ton of videos and read up a bunch of articles that somebody else where the camera was i got the idea that it was like a different dimension that they were monitoring oh absolutely crazy monster like just comes out of it in like the very beginning so yeah i i guess that's about as cosmic as you're gonna get well there's an episode even later on in that series where it's like the last like 15 20 minutes is it's just this weird cosmic trip where you're like i don't know what's going on like am i on fucking acid and it's just like the weirdest fucking thing and it's just like you're in the cosmos at this point yeah and i was like oh that's really fucking trippy and like that's very lovecrafting as well so yeah but i always always it's a great job and all and all that stuff all all that lynch stuff like yeah yeah. like i can't imagine it without him like he just i don't know he's real fucking tripped out yeah yeah Yeah. almost watching him in anything else where he's even slightly off you're just like yeah i think you've done too many um david lynch movies where you're like you're just affected by that now yeah, like that's just like how in you his act. early career you know just to, before we wrap it up um just mentioning him remember the movie the hidden like i rewatched it yeah. recently he's like an alien and like they show like the one guy like they show like um the hidden the one guy that like uh 
goes from body to body like when he opens his mouth like this horrible disgusting creature comes out of it and it like crawls into other people's mouths and like inhabits their bodies and takes them over i mean that was like sort of like lovecraft ish yeah so like yeah i mean yeah he's real fucking like what great casting like i can't even imagine what twin peaks would be if like it was another actor like (laughs) yeah he just plays that like perfect off like he's just something no like, i mean like yeah. like david to cover yeah 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 he's, yeah, he was he's very special uh, i would even say uh david cronenberg a lot of his work too is very like although it's technically more body horror that there's definitely some elements of like you know madness and stuff like that, especially in like videodrome you know saying like yeah yeah shit's shit this like especially his early stuff yeah this shit gets fucking weird like yeah so there's yeah. some uh things to uh check out some uh um sorry that we probably spoiled yeah, I mean, a bunch of these but they're if, they're pretty old but uh <laughs> yeah no but they're they all hold up like yeah, they're all absolutely. good i mean if you have recently watched the lovecraft country uh show and like you know you like it or you know you didn't know too much about him and you're yeah. interested in like checking out some more material those are some oldies but like very goodies like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah some of them are old i try to throw in fucking... i try yeah, to throw i mean event horizon around. technically is like old as fuck yeah but, but i mean like, underwater I was like i guess because i'm older i feel like it just came out like yeah. five years ago yeah that was like 99 or something like that but yeah i mean i uh, underwater was this year so i did try to throw in some newer ones in there annihilation was yeah. only a couple years ago as well but yeah, yeah some of the older sure, ones definitely ago. cabin in the woods was like yeah. um 2015 I not think, that long ago like that. so yeah. yeah but like i mean it was just fucking awesome uh yeah but they're yeah, all but, awesome yeah they're all worth chasing. so even if you loved lovecraft country you want to check out some more or if you hated it but you liked some of the elements of it yeah the, all of these yeah. are like worth exactly yeah. yeah so i mean it's a win-win situation if yeah. you liked it you'll probably like these movies if you hated it these are good movies yeah so you'll like them too. you'll so probably you like these movies play. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like... and then maybe the like those will take you on to like branch <clears throat> off to like you know more Stephen king work or more clive barker work if you really want to get into because i would even like the whole hellraiser series even those a lot of the later ones really get fucking terrible they still like that yeah. whole world of uh this hell i still dimension. like hellraiser 2 the most yeah yeah i was just watching that the other day uh well, actually uh, last night i watched it i would i would say like if if you're going for more like pure heart you probably want to go with clive barker just because like i feel like a lot of stephen king movies didn't translate that well to the big screen there's some exceptions but i'm saying like if it's just like pure horror like i would probably focus more on clive barker but like you know it's it's worth checking out yeah and you know the stand's coming out soon so i'm definitely gonna check. oh yeah out. we'll definitely be and that that should be an all-in-one on cbs all access I believe i don't know if it's a week to week i think it might be all in one so we'll definitely uh do a cast yeah. on that we'll talk about i some, don't uh, have high expectations yeah so like i'm really hoping that like it's good looks know? like it has a good cast so we'll see we'll uh, yeah. uh and we'll definitely talk about stephen king uh movies that that we yeah. enjoyed and uh i definitely have some news to drop by then too but uh all right that uh, about wraps it up for this 
And uh, so thanks for uh, joining us. And uh, for more recommendations, uh, check us out on the Facebook group, Fright Central, um, on the Apple podcast. I think we're on Spotify. I don't know. I don't go on the Spotify. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, I, don't, I don't even know if we're really up anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I know we're on pod, uh, Apple podcast. And yeah, you can check out our uh our Facebook group as well for everybody take fucking care of yourselves. Like, yeah, definitely. I hope everybody is weathering the storm. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you uh, soon. Thanks for joining me. Peace.